How to Tell Stories to Children is a bi-weekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling. I am Silke Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children. Our goal is to foster diverse storytelling by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within. Holidays are right around the corner, and many of us are going to be sitting with our families around the table, in the kitchen, on the couch, wherever it might be. And it's a really great time to share stories, particularly family stories. And so I'm going to share just a little bit of research into why speaking and telling family stories at these times is so beneficial to children. Um, And at the end, I want to give you a couple ideas about uh, ways to tell stories with your family that maybe can take some of the pressure off and make it a little bit more spontaneous, fun, easy, that kind of thing. Family stories help children develop a sense of belonging, right? It just gives them perspective on who they are. It helps them place themselves in the world beyond just themselves and their nuclear family, um, and their setting. It helps them develop a strong sense of self-esteem, gives them an opportunity to develop empathy and a sense of purpose and belonging. This is uh, a little bit of research from an article in The Atlantic called What Kids Learn from Family Stories. Um, I'll post a link in the description if you're interested. Uh, So here's just a few things. Listen to this. When parents share family stories about everyday events with their preschool children, two years later, the children are telling richer, more complete narratives to other adults compared to children whose parents didn't. So um, that's a basic uh, piece there that listening to stories helps children tell their own stories, right? Share their own family stories with others. Um Children who reminisce with family stories demonstrate better understanding of other people's thoughts and emotions, right? That's called empathy. This is an incredible skill, actually. When we share our family history and moments, we're helping our children see outside of themselves a little bit and relate with others. Here's some more. Preteens whose families collaborate and discuss everyday events in family history. I love that part, everyday events. They have higher self-esteem and stronger self-concepts. And again, this is because it helps a child have a sense of place in the world. It helps them know that they're not just out there independent and alone trying to make it in the world. This can help a child feel like they have guides, like they have history, like they have a place in the world. And here's another little piece. Adolescents with a stronger knowledge of family history have more robust identities, better coping skills, and lower rates of depression and anxiety. These are just some of the benefits um, that we find when we share stories about other family members, sometimes deceased family members, but also when we allow 
members of our family, each of them, to speak and share different stories. And the holidays are just such a great time to do that. So I know that for some people, telling stories around the table, it can also bring up stress and discomfort too. So that's also real, and we don't need to shy away from that. Here's a couple ideas about ways to get your family sharing stories without putting everybody on, on the spot. What we're doing is we're sort of creating a little bit of a game. And what you can do is go around the house and just collect five to 10 different objects. It's nice to have a whole diversity of things, um, strange things, sweet things, tools, different unique things that are going to bring up memories in almost everyone. So here are some examples. An apple, a pumpkin, a feather, a hammer, a thumbtack, a photo, a child's toy, an old glass bottle. Look for things around your house that are just kind of different and unique and uh, bring them and set them at the table. This can be done uh, after you've eaten or while you're sitting in the kitchen or just at any time. It's really kind of simple. You just, you use the objects and invite everybody to just share a memory that comes up when they see or engage with this thing. So for example, you've got 10 family members around and it's really nice when you do this with diverse ages because the kids can tell stories too. Grandma and grandpa can share a little story. You know, Uncle Ron will uh, share his. And when you sort of make it a bit of a game like this, it takes the pressure off of, you know, sitting around the table and be like, okay, everybody tell <laughs> a story now or share some memory. Or even when you put everybody on the spot, okay, what are you thankful for? Hurry up and be thankful and tell us why. When we have these little prompts, it opens up a place in our memories, in our hearts, that, you know, nine out of 10 people are willing to share. It can be a 30-second little memory. It can be a longer history. But when everybody in the room shares a little story about the first time they picked up a pumpkin or shares a little story about a funny incident with a thumbtack, it just has a way of bringing everyone together in that room. Another way to do this is um, you probably have a board game. I like to use the cards from Headbands. It's a really popular game. Almost everybody has it. And it just has simple, basic pictures on it. So it's a little deck of cards. Um, and just take the cards and shuffle them and put them down. And you can pick them up one at a time. And, you know, there's little things on there like a bumblebee, an apple, a cake, a bathtub, a whatever. And every time you pick up a card, it just brings an image, a memory, a history, a something to mind. And you just go around the room and everybody shares a brief little thing about what, <laughs> what they recall. It could be something from last week. It could be something from 20 years ago. It's a free and simple way to spontaneously get people sharing stories. And once you do, you can break out of that a little bit. Uh, inevitably, other memories and stories will come up. 
This is just a way to help people kind of get in the mood, set the tone. You might also have a little deck of children's. If you have young children, you know, sometimes you get like early words or different little decks of cards with pictures on them. Um, again, you can just use these pictures as prompts for memories or stories that you want to share. You could also write subjects or ideas or things down, put them in a little basket or a hat in the middle of the room. You can draw one at a time. Everybody tells a story or a memory about that particular thing. Or it can be that everybody picks one and then tells something and then you pass to the next person. There's a lot of different ways to do this. It's very flexible. It's very easy. You can put it together in a matter of minutes. Um, and once you get going, it tends to just kind of keep itself going. So I encourage you to get out there. Share those stories. You might find easy ways to do that with your family. But if you need a little bit of help and support, try this. It can make the whole thing feel a little bit more spontaneous, fun, like you're playing a game. It sometimes takes a little bit of um, motivation to get everyone to sit around and do it. But this is one way that you can do that fairly easily. And I promise, once you just go around one time and everybody's shared a little bit of a memory or a story, um, you're going to feel just a palpable sense of connection in the room. And that's, uh, that's, that's what is so impactful on our children. It helps them understand their other family members, gives them a sense of belonging in a bigger picture other than themselves. Children who hear these kinds of stories have less depression and anxiety in later years. They learn to share their own stories. They learn to be proud of their family. They develop self-esteem, empathy. These are incredible gifts. I mean, these are like, geez, God sends. It can be had so simply, but we have to take the time to do it. When you suggest these things, people have a tendency sometimes to feel like you're putting them on the spot. Make it easy by sort of making it a game. It's just something that we're doing for fun. Once you get the ball rolling, it tends to just continue rolling. And it's a great way to share the storytelling because you're passing it. Nobody is is sitting there speaking the entire time. You're not just listening to Uncle Ron go on and on and on about the time his car broke down at Thanksgiving. Um, though if that's a good story, then you know you can give some time to it. Good luck out there. Hope you have some beautiful moments this Thanksgiving, these holidays, all the different traditions that are coming up. If you're interested in more resources, uh, please check us out at howtotellstoriestochildren.com. We have a growing library of podcasts and also some really excellent video tutorials. You can also support us there by buying a copy of the book. We put together a few things, some storytelling gifts that you can share with parents and teachers. So uh, really appreciate your support um, if you have the ability to do that. We love sharing the power of storytelling and uh, everything that you do to keep us running uh, makes it so that we can keep sharing that love. Happy holidays. Wish you a good story in your life. I am Silke Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children. Our goal is to foster diverse storytelling 
by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within. <laughs>